episode of Something Like Sunday School is being brought to you by Bougie Bully Trade Lines, LLC, headed up by the CEO, Angela Agnew. If you find yourself shy of the credit score needed to qualify for your dream home, that land you've been looking at, the new car you wanted to purchase, personal loans, and much more, and you don't have the desire to wait on a complete full credit repair, Try the temporary credit boost of Bougie Bully Trade Lines with results in as fast as 14 to 21 days. Get better odds of approval with the addition of positive accounts with zero balances added to your credit profile. With the ability to increase your approval by as much as 75%, yes, 75%, contact Angela Agnew at bougiebully at gmail.com or 1980-677-1595. Become a part of over 900 satisfied customers and 80 homes closed while using their services. Allow them to bully those bureaus on your behalf by using Bougie Bully Trade Lines, LLC. They look forward to working with you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Something Like Sunday School. This podcast was brought to you in part by Halo City Entertainment. We are an artist's best friend offering services from studio recording, mixing, songwriting, event entertainment, writing workshops, and more. Poets, singers, hip-hop artists, and lovers of the three, be sure to like Halo City on Facebook and Instagram. Scroll the page or shoot us a DM or an email at halocity22 at gmail.com to learn more about how we can work with you hashtag wing 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 what's up everybody and welcome back to your favorite podcast something like sunday school i am purpose williams and we're so glad to have you back for this episode hoping that you enjoyed the last episode with bible trivia how did you do did you do well I know you did And if you didn't I know you pulled out your Bible And got back in your word And got to studying I know you took some Some good notes uh, Some copious notes As my pastor would say <laughs> I'm so excited about this episode On tonight It's special to me As they all are uh, But this one is special Because one of the listeners uh, Requested this particular This particular uh, subject For this episode We're going to get right into it Shout out to Brief for this. We're going to get into the book of Micah. A few fun facts about Micah. Uh, Micah's name means who is like Yahweh. Uh, Yahweh is another name for of God. One of his, one of his many names. Uh, Micah, fun fact about Micah also, he is the sixth of the minor prophets in the Bible of the Old Testament. Uh, the prophets start with Isaiah. The first five, after, uh, and well, including Isaiah, are the major prophets. And the next 12 are the minor prophets. Um, which is, it's all very, <laughs> very interesting and very delicious. But tonight we're going to focus on Micah. And usually the job of the prophets back in the day was to be a voice kind of, well, a voice from God to God's people and to others also, but more particularly to God's people, especially when they were out <laughs> acting ungodly, acting the fool, doing things they had no business doing. So the voice of the prophets were usually one of warning, but also one of reconciliation and uh, restoration if the people lined up with uh, what God was requiring of them. So uh, Micah. When I was reading Micah, 
I really enjoyed it because uh, he, in my mind, and you know, with no disrespect toward uh, the word of God, and certainly not making light of it, he almost reminded me of a uh, a type of biblical Robin Hood. And when we get into uh, reading, you'll understand what I mean. But uh, it's always so interesting to me when I hear people say certain things about the Bible and what they feel like. Uh, God was for or God uh, wasn't against I guess would be a better way to say it When we read his Bible with understanding When we read his word We see what he was clearly against And what he was clearly for uh, Whenever I hear people talking about uh, You know random things And kind of saying things out of the side of their face that, uh, or, or saying that God is, is a person that he's not Then I know that they haven't read with understanding and if they read, they went. Uh, they went in reading with a certain uh, preconceived notion already. That's why it's so important for us to, when we read and when we study, to read with Holy Spirit to invite Him in while we're reading, so that He could tell us what He meant in His Word, and so that He can open our eyes. Pastor has been on a delicious uh, series, the Exceptional Life, and uh, a lot of it is. Is uh, we're missing things because our eyes are not open Our understanding is not open to what God is saying to us And it's as simple as asking Him Lord, open the eyes of my understanding It's, it's just, you know, it's just that simple guys it's, it's, And it's good, He'll honor that request He'll do it I'm, I'm, a, I'm a living witness Even, uh, even now when I uh, study the Bible, I have questions. And I get excited about having questions. I think it's such a beautiful journey uh, reading through the Bible. Because whenever, I, like I said before, I may have said it to you guys. I know I was telling it to someone. Whenever I read, and even with the understanding I do have, I always know that there's something that I'm not seeing. Or something that I'm not uh, understanding at the moment. And it doesn't intimidate me. It makes me, it piques my interest even more. And it makes me excited to know that I can read this thing and I can understand something about it and read it again and understand something even more. And I can have a deeper and deeper and more delicious understanding the more I read and the more I have intimate time with Christ through his word and through praying. And it's just, it's just so delicious to me. It doesn't intimidate me. It makes me excited. <laughs> so hopefully... Hopefully that's you guys too. So we're going to get right on in. We're going to go to the book of Micah. We're going to go to the second chapter. And we're going to do a little bit of reading. You know we like to go right to the word. All right. Y'all ready to read guys? All right. Somebody still turning the pages? I hear you a little bit. I'm just playing. Are you still turning? Okay. We'll pause this. And then once you get it. Come on back and join us. Uh, chapter 2 says, Woe to them that devise iniquity. Wait, that's a whole strong statement right there. Woe. Woe by itself is attention getting. It feels like mm, I need to pay attention. Sound like something, something crazy finna pop out. It says, Woe to them that devise iniquity and do what? And work evil, my Lord. And work evil. Upon their beds When the morning is light they, pra they practice it Because it is in the power Of their hands My God And they covet fields And what happened? And they take them by what? By violence 
in houses and take them away. So they oppress a man in his house, even a man in his heritage. <laughs> Strong statements right here. Strong statements. And we've seen this over and over and over and over again in history. I keep telling y'all there's nothing new. Nothing new under the sun. Let's go back and read that again. Woe to them that devise iniquity. We see God's stance <laughs> on mistreating people, on doing bad things. On, you know, let's read it. Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it because it is in the power of their hand. This is also political. This is political. And they cover fields, my Lord. <laughs> we understand history. We know what it is. And they take them by violence in houses and take them away. So they oppress a man in his, what? In his house, even a man in his what? In his heritage. That has to do with generations after. Uh, therefore, let's see what the Lord says about it. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, against this family do I devise an evil from which ye shall not remove your necks, neither shall ye go heartily, for this time is evil. In that day shall one take up a parable against you and lament with a doleful lamentation and say, We be utterly what? Spoiled. He hath changed the portion of my people. How hath he removed it from me? Turning away, he hath divided our fields. Therefore, thou shalt have none that shall cast a cord by lot in the congregation of the Lord. Prophesy ye not. Say they to them that prophesy, they shall not prophesy to them, and they shall not take shame. Oh, thou that are named the house of Jacob. And guess who he's really talking to in this, this particular passage? He's talking to the children of God. The children of God, the children of God uh, that are in power are doing these things. Is this the will of the Lord? Is this what they should be doing? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, thou that are named the house of Jacob, is the spirit of the Lord straightened? Are these his doings? <laughs> do not my words do good to him that walketh uprightly? Even of late, my people is risen up as an enemy. Good Lord. Ye pull off the road with the garment from them that pass by securely as men averse from war. The women of my people have ye cast out of their pleasant houses. Good Lord. From their children have ye taken away my glory forever. Good God. Arise ye and depart. For this is not your rest because it is polluted. Strong language. <laughs> It's polluted. It shall do what to you? Destroy you. Even with the sword destruction. If a man walking in the spirit and falsehood do lie, saying, I will prophesy unto thee of wine and of strong drink, he shall even by the prophet of this people. I will surely assemble, O Jacob, all of thee. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. I will put them together as the sheep of Bozrah, as the flock in the midst of their fold. They shall make great noise by reason of the multitude of men. The breaker is come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate and are gone out by it. And their king shall pass before them and the Lord on the head of them. Chapter three, <clears throat> the judgment on the princes. 
And I said here, I pray you, O heads of Jacob, that ye princes of the house of Israel, is it not for you to know judgment? Who hate the good and love the evil, who pluck off their skin from them and their flesh from their bones? Y'all, <laughs> is this new? No. No, it's not. Let's go back and read that. Who hate the good and love the evil? Who pluck off their flesh from uh, pluck off their skin from them, off their flesh from their bones? What is it sounding like? We know what it sounds like. Who also eat the flesh of my people and flare their skin from off them, and they break their bones and chop them in pieces. As for the pot, good Lord, and as flesh within the cauldron, my Lord. Then shall they cry unto the Lord, but he will not hear them. He will even hide his face from them at that time, as they have behaved doing ill in their doings. He can't get with what they got going on. God's not pleased with that stuff they was doing. <laughs> he can't get with it. <sighs> Thus said the Lord concerning the prophets that make my people err. You <laughs> that bite with their teeth and cry. Peace, and he that put it not into their mouths, they even prepare war against him. Therefore, night shall be unto you, that ye shall not have a vision, my Lord. And without a vision, the people do what? They perish, and it shall be dark unto you, that ye shall not divine. And the sun shall go down over the prophets, and the day shall be dark over him. Then shall the seers be ashamed. The prophets were sometimes called seers. Then the seers shall be ashamed and the diviners confounded. Yet they shall have all covered their lips for there is no answer of God. But truly I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might to declare unto Jacob his transgression. And that's interesting too because it sounds like he's talking to one person. He says of Jacob to his transgression. He's talking to the lineage of Jacob and to Israel, his sin. Jacob, we know his name became what? Became Israel. So he's still talking to uh, Jacob's descendants, the children of Israel. Uh, verse 9, hear this, I pray ye, ye heads of the house of Jacob and princes of the house of Israel that abhor judgment and pervert all equity. <laughs> These are business terms. Is this new people? No. No, it's not. My Lord, hear this, I pray ye, ye heads of the house of Jacob and the princes of the house of Israel that abhor judgment and pervert all equity. They build up Zion with what? With blood. And Jerusalem with what? Iniquity. The heads thereof. Judge for reward, and the priests thereof teach for hire, and the prophets thereof divine for money. Yet will they lean upon the Lord and say, Is not the Lord among us? None evil can come upon us. Therefore shall Zion for your sake be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountains of the house as the high places of the forest." My, my, my. Mm. Let's skip on over here to chapter 6. Chapter 6, verse 1. This is God talking. 
He says, hear ye now what the Lord said. Arise, contend thou before the mountains and let the hills hear thy voice. Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy and ye strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord hath a controversy with his people and he will plead with Israel. He will plead with Israel. He always... The, with the with the prophets, you know them uh, being his uh, voice to the people, he always points out to them what they got going on. That's that's out of pocket. That's wrong. And he, then after he does all of that, and he gives them the warning of what will happen if they continue in their uh, in their out of pocketness. Of course, that's not a word, yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they continue doing stuff that is against what they should be doing, especially in disobedience to him. He tells them what will happen if they continue in disobedience. But he still, even with that, is pleading with them. Hey, just get back on the right path. What is he saying to them? You get back in obedience, then I can protect you. You can be under my umbrella of protection. Not only protection, you can be thriving. And everybody can be doing well. When we um, when we see the children of Israel... Out there in the wilderness with Moses after he's taking them out of Egypt. They were doing amazing. They just began to complain. They just began to start <laughs> doing other things and worshiping other gods. These people had fresh bread in the morning. They didn't get sick. The Bible says even their clothes didn't start wearing out. They had it made. Would have been an 11 day trip. But they started wilding. And turned that 11 day trip into 40 years. Then they had to die off. The ones in disobedience had to die off. Because they couldn't see the <laughs> they couldn't see the promised land because they were in disobedience. And that's something. But he was begging and pleading with them then. But they had to go on and die off. They continued in their disobedience. But he's always giving them a way of escape. Uh. <laughs> he's always giving a way of escape. He's just, the Bible only proves itself over and over again. God only proves his character over and over again. He's telling them what will happen if they continue in disobedience. But hey, I got a way. I got a way of escape over here. He's telling us that now. The scripture tells us to be not entangled with the yoke of bondage again. Escape that thing. Escape it. <laughs> when it comes before destruction, people. Let's go back. Hear ye now what the Lord said. Arise, contend thou before the mountains, and let the hills hear thy voice. Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy, and ye strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord had the controversy with his people, and he will plead with Israel. O my people, what have I done unto thee? And wherein have I withered thee? You testify against me? For I brought thee out of the, out the land of Egypt and redeemed thee out of the house of the servants. He said, I heard you. I heard you when you was crying. I sent my guy to get you out of there. I got you out of there. I prepared a place for you that was ready for you to inhabit. That you had everything. You was going to be on top. You was going to be the head. <laughs> for I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt And redeemed thee out of the house of servants And I sent thee before Moses, Aaron, and Miriam Oh my people 
Remember now what Balak king of Moab consulted and what Balaam the son of Beor answered from Shittim unto Gilgal that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. What's that? What a part of him that he want them to know? The righteousness of him. The righteousness of him. <laughs> Verse 6. Michael replies, Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings with the calves of the year old? Will the Lord be pleased with the thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? And who do we see right there? We see Jesus <laughs> right there. <laughs> There's so many types and shadows, guys. And the more we read, the more we'll see, the more we'll know, the more he'll show us. Verse 8, he has showed me, oh man, what is good and what that the Lord required thee. Here it is. But to what? But to do what? Justly. It's too easy, people. And to love what? Mercy. And to walk how? Humbly. With who? Thy God. <laughs> he is pleading with them. Let's read it again. He has showed thee, oh man. Still talking to us too What is good And what did the Lord require thee To do justly And to love mercy And to walk humbly with thy God <laughs> It's just that simple guys It's so simple And we have it In this dispensation Even better We're walking under the grace <laughs> We're walking under the grace We have an advocate in the Father who is steadily on the intercessing team for us. He's steady making intercessory for us. Steady pleading our case. Back then the children of Israel were, were under law, which was a, a form of godliness, but it had to be worked. We don't have to work it. We work out of it. We don't have to work it to be righteous. We work out of it because we are made righteous. But we still have standards. We still have to do certain things. There's things that are required of us. And that's love. It's, it's, it's all over scripture. A new commandment I give unto you. That you love one another. Sounds like do justly to me. Sounds like love mercy to me. That you love one another as I've loved you. What does he tell us? Love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Love ye one another. And so fulfill the law of Christ. <sighs> <laughs> the the requirement is the same And we do right by people Simple as that And I know it's not always simple Depending on the situations But that's when the love of Christ steps in And I be telling people And they be thinking I be joking And you know God forgive me if I'm wrong <laughs> I be telling certain people you know I can love you and I love you with my own love. But some of y'all, baby, the love that I have for you is, is the love of Christ. <laughs> and that's probably a better love. But it is the love of Christ. But, you know, please do. Please do go and read Micah. I intentionally left out a lot of the scripture so that you can feel uh, enticed or compelled or you can feel beseeched. To go and read it for yourself. My whole point for on um, this podcast, which is the Lord's podcast, is to get people reading 
getting them to know him you get to know god by having intimacy with him intimacy by reading and praying and if you you know you you want to know a man that you're following or you want to know a man that you are considering following or considering giving your life to you no better way to do it than to read to pray and to find you tell the lord to show you the church that he has designated for you so get into it guys micah is dead smack in the middle of the minor prophets he's number six or twelve and uh <laughs> when you read it it kind of feels like a it gives them a, a middle kid tone it's so interesting you know it's so interesting <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that i hope that you go and read I hope that it has uh, piqued your curiosity about who the prophets are, that you uh, are piqued in learning the difference between the major prophets and the minor prophets. All right, people, we will see you next time. Uh, find us on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, what else, ain't you Every time. I need to start writing down <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, uh, it's some more, y'all. Buzzsprout, absolutely, absolutely. We'll see you next time.